Jonathan Diquez. How goes, brother? Um, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah, absolutely, man. So what, what you got going on? What have you been up to? Oh, okay. Uh, recently, I just got hired at the library here. Um, I got the position for the info desk, and I'm going to be working also with other students at the Brighton studio. Nice. And a couple times I work uh, at the printer station. We help students like whenever it. they have like um, they are struggling with the, the printers. We just help them out. I like it. And so I met you in a psychology class. Yep. It was a blast. Um, and in there, I noticed that you're from Panama, I believe. I am. I like it. What's the uh, what's what's the what what are some of the big cultural differences you've noticed? Oh well, um, since this is I don't know. It's gonna be like the American continent. We share a lot of common uh, common things. Um, we'll be maybe uh, the way we celebrate certain um, holidays. Uh, for example, something I really miss about home will be like on Christmas time. Um, for example, we tend to go to the lakes or to the beach or to the rivers. When whereas here in uh, in America, people tend to stay at home. Okay. That kind of like I miss yeah, from my house. The, the community of it all. Exactly. It's, it's just like I don't know. People here will be um, with their family at home. We will like go out yeah especially because you you don't have your family here with you no I'm, so that's got to be a trip yeah um pretty do, much. do you have roommates or anything or do you have like um some? actually yes uh i have three other roommates okay. they are from china and from taiwan nice. i pretty much met them since i came to Corvallis. so it's been a, like uh, a journey uh, in this past two years and a half yeah so yeah it's been great i like it you like it here i like oregon i like the variety of uh the seasonality i like when it's summer i like when it's fall i like when it's winter there's not an exception yeah winters are kind of rough here though to be fair is it warm in panama that's right near the border or the equator isn't it yeah it's gonna be about five degrees north so it's like it's like 80 to 90 all year round um pretty much nice pretty much um but it's a nice weather it's not it's not you're gonna be like oh man this is so hot no (laughs) you're gonna be totally fine for like example, uh, yesterday, I don't remember exactly what were the numbers for the weather, but yesterday here in Corvallis, we have the same temperature that we have oh, cool. in Panama. So it was pretty neat. I like it. Are you planning to go back when you're done? You're just an exchange student or are you moving here? No, I'm an exchange student. I I got, I received a scholarship, I drew a scholarship from my government, and I'm meant to be in Corvallis for about five years. Nice. Uh, the first years I was in Corvallis, I studied English with an Intel program. Uh, for about three terms in academic English, and then I transferred to Pathway, which to is like... marine biology? Uh, to ocean science. Ocean science. Ocean science. Um, the Pathway program, it's like for international, especially for international students, we will um, have like our normal OSU classes, additionally with other um, English classes just to support us, like we are getting uh, well started at OSU. Nice. That's a trip. You like it here? What would be the rationale behind um, being, because I just had someone from China um, talk about like, well, why would your parents send you here of all places? You know, so I'm curious, like, what's the appeal of of, of getting an education in Oregon? Um, 
my government, they offer 15 scholarships, all of them related to hydrology, uh, to a hydrology field. Um, for example, they were divided between Oregon State, uh, Louisiana State, and Colorado State University. Huh. Um, I graduated from high school. I was like in a marine, uh, uh, marine study high schools. Oh, cool. So, so you went from marine study to writing back to marine study. Exactly. Oh, okay. So um, I was always interested in uh, marine studies. Yeah. So um, since my government released this uh, scholarship, they gave the opportunity to 15 students. We were spread out in three different universities. I'm really uh, thankful and, yeah, and I feel here. like blessed that I came to Oregon State because I know it's going to be uh, I, I read about papers about Oregon State before coming, and it's one of the best um, places to study ocean science. And really? ocean science, it's going to be oceanography program. It's going to be the third uh, best college. I like it. What do you? So, what are you going to do with this degree? Um, Panama's got country, ocean everywhere, isn't it? Like only a couple miles wide. Yeah. Or kilometer. You know, yeah. Not you can travel from in uh, in within two hours from, from one, the okay. Pacific to the Atlantic. Yeah, it's, not, it's not that far. Yeah. Uh, for the Panama Canal, ships will take about eight hours. To, to go through all the levees. Yeah, because the transit is yeah. different. Um, so rising, like changes in the ocean probably affect Panama a boatload. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, in my oceanography class, yeah, we are seeing silver rights due to uh, the melting of the ice sheet. Um, there is a... Um, there's like the glaciers, they don't contribute that much, but they still don't. they are significant. Because that's what we hear about the most is as the glaciers melt, sea levels rise. Um, it's going to be pretty much like if you have uh, the ice shelf, for example, we have the big one, which is Iceland. Yeah. If that completely melts, uh, melts many cities is going to uh, disappear. For example, Florida, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the other one in, uh, I think it's in Louisiana. Uh, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, that all those cities is going to experience uh, significant changes due to sea level rise. Wow. Yeah. And is Panama facing a similar thing? Uh, I haven't studied that much about my country. Really? In the sea level rise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much because we don't, uh, here in OSU, we don't face uh, problems like globally, mm -hmm. but we know that it exists. Okay. So we, we, we expect that many countries around the world I am assuming Panama is one of them. Yeah. It's going to face these changes as well. Yeah. So you're getting your bachelor's or? I'm getting my bachelor's You're going to get your bachelor's and then you're going to go back and apply everything you've learned here back in Panama? Pretty much. Uh, my government, um, they will decide in which position I'm going to be working on. Cool. Uh, it's not for, uh, it's not for right now. It's not uh, for sure which one, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm expecting I can contribute to the, to the, the country because first of all, they are paying for my education. So yeah. I hope. I can pay them back somehow. And so what does that look like? Do they like take some of your wages for the work or do you, you know? Uh, pretty much I'm expecting it's going to be like, uh, they're going to put me in some uh, workplace mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to be working for uh, for them for them for about, I don't know, two or three years. That's like and then you're the on, most And common. then you're on your own. Pretty you, much. You can move countries and do it anywhere or do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm expecting, I'm... I would really like to get a master's degree in P and, uh, and therefore a PhD because I feel it, like... Um, in Panama or here in the US? It's not for sure. It's not for sure? It's not for sure because um, there's many universities around the, world, uh, around the world that they specialize in ocean science studies. So uh, Panama is not strong on it. So we have to look in other places to get to his uh, master's and PhD. Master's and PhD. And so what would that look like? What kind of research would you be doing? Oh, um, right now I'm taking physics, 
physics are really interesting. Uh, chemistry sounds mm -hmm. really interesting because like we have the uh, uh, ocean acidification. Mm -hmm. If we increase the input of nutrients and we decrease, if we increase the uh, input of CO2, that will change the chemistry of the whole, the whole, it gets the, acidic the whole and the water, coral dies, fish pretty much. Here's the thing I've always heard about uh, as, as a way to like carbon capture is just putting a bunch of algae in like dead oceans. Um, in order to do that, uh, well, I'm not an expert uh, expertise on it, so I'm not gonna mention yeah, to what. What are your thoughts? You have thoughts? Because I mean, um, it seems like a good idea. People say it would kill all the fish, but like places like the BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, mm -hmm. it's still spilling oil. Why don't we just throw a bunch of algae in there? You know, because then it it, it it sucks all the CO2 to grow, and then it goes and down and uh, it falls to the at the bottom and turns um, into limestone. The, the problem with it, it's like in order to it's like any plant. If you have sunlight and you have the oxy, uh, if you have the nutrients, which is gonna be the CO2, which uh, plants consume, mm -hmm. that's gonna make the grow. But if you have the whole, the the, the main layer, the the, the ocean layer, below cover yeah. with like oil, you you won't have uh, light yeah. penetration, which okay. won't allow yeah. the okay. plants maybe, to grow. Maybe not there, but somewhere, because it seems like if it takes CO2 out of the water, that's reducing acidity and it reduce the CO2 from the atmosphere because it would eventually suck back into the ocean. Like, I mean, are you, are you trying like radical changes? Are you looking to research like slight Um I like to be a professor. Cool. But in order to be a professor, I need to look in very, in, in many, in many fields. Uh, right now, I just took my chemistry, my chemistry classes. Right now, I'm taking my physics. So once I, say, I take my biology, I will decide uh, which one, which path I would like to follow. Yeah. Because it's, it's not right now. It's not for sure, but I know I I would like to be a professor because it's uh, I'm gonna be lying if I say that I don't want to change my knowledge. Because first of all, that's my point coming to the U.S. and especially to Oregon State University to get that information mm -hmm. into my brain, and so I can share it with other students. Yeah. I really like that idea. But at some at some point, it's like you want to also apply it. You you want to impact the world and teach other people. You know? Exactly. Um. What's the education system like here compared to Panama? Um, Panama is a development country. Um, our education, it is. I always thought it was a really, really, really rich country because of the canal. It is, but the like lobby. there's many things that need to change. For example, uh, politics, mm. public health, education. It's considered a developing country. It is a developing country. I would not have. I wouldn't have. Yeah, guessed there that. is like inequality among uh, the whole citizens. For example. The politicians will have this power, but like um, the low-income people, they won't have the the same um, way of living. Yeah, just the same. Yeah. So, so politics and wealthy people, it, like, there's a big disparity in terms of Pretty rich much. and poor. I mean, it's a Latin American country, so you will see uh, we will have corruption yeah. in our really? government. Wait, you say that's just like an overall thing of Latin countries, is that there's corruption? There is other countries uh, that also experience corruptions, but I don't, I don't like to talk about them because I don't know. Yeah, I will, I definitely will talk about but my you country. Said it's a Latin country, so there's corruption. As yeah, in, that's for sure. Wow, um, I'm curious if because because it seems like the main way Panama makes money, your big reason is from boats going through, paying a large tax. So it seems like a socialist structure of taking that money and distributing it to everyone in the country would be like a good way of kind of helping out there. You know, are yeah. there any pushes to do that? Well, I mean, the government had tried to uh, split everything equally. For example, we have um, uh, we call it scholarship for uh, high schoolers and for the for kindergartners and schoolers. Um, 
that has been a controversial topic the recent years because sometimes students won't um, reach like um, a decent uh, grade mm -hmm. and they will be like, okay, if I'm passing up, I'm getting the uh, I'm getting the money, and yeah. that's not really how the best way you can reward your students just because it's telling. So there's a couple of things I've seen like education system uh, we need to change. Now you came here and you can like see it from the, from an outside perspective. Pretty much, I mean, once we experience like other con uh, other countries, other uh, other ways of thinking, other ways they they manage um, the income to the country. They they for example here in the U.S. I've noticed. A huge person goes to universities, uh, research universities, mm -hmm. and that's uh, um, it's not really a good thing. Right now, in back in my country, we don't have that much. Uh, yes, I would like to see other students back in my country uh, doing research and stuff. But usually, the the students who do research will be like foreigner countries who come. For example, we have uh, uh, this. Um, Tropical uh, Research Institute back in Panama, usually most of the students will be like for foreign countries. So I like to see more like uh, the government to give to our own students, uh, give me the ideas cause I going to fund it. Okay, so so are you hoping to go back and become a professor and kind of build that, like change much. the education system a little bit? Pretty much, uh, I mean, we are a developing country, I know, we are still a long way to go, but I feel like we are giving right now the first steps. Mm -hmm. um, just the fact that we are being sent overseas to get a, hi a higher education. Was it 15 different programs or 15 people? You were one of 15 people? One of the 15 people. Wow. Um, but that's Props. not the only That's the, That's not the only thing. I know some another people who have been sent to uh, United States, even other countries to study uh, a bachelor's degree. I know I'm not the first one, nor the last one. Mm -hmm. uh, I know other universities, for example, in Arkansas, um, there is over uh, hundreds of Panamanian students there. So I know the government is going in the right steps. Yeah. I just hope like each one of us can contribute back yeah. once in the future. That's a lot of stress to be like, all right, the country picked you out of 15, you and 15, 14 other people out of the whole country. So when you go back, is it like a like is it is it a is it a lot of weight on your shoulders? Um, it is, but I also feel like responsible. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel responsible. Uh, this is something I I wanted to do, and 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 I, and I like it. There's no point like I regret because I know I, this is this is a, a a a way new experience, and and I know other people like to have it, and uh, I'm I'm really thankful that I have it, and 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 I appreciate the way that OSU teaches arts um, and just the whole classes. It's, uh, it's been amazing the, the past two years and I like it's it. been a- You're in love with it. It's, it's, it's been a It's, it's yeah. definitely a cool thing. Um, when you're in the writing, so you, you, you came here for ocean, ocean studies, but you went to writing for a while. Was that like under the, like, like, what was that? Uh, pretty much once I was sent here to Oregon State, um, my government was required to, they require us to go through uh, academic English studies, for example, just to get us uh, good to go in our classes. Oh, okay, cool. So we don't face any struggle. For example, if the professor is explaining something and we were like confused, yeah. we're more likely to ask instead of just being silenced. Cool. So that's what uh, the government wanted to us and, and, and we were successful in that point.
Is English uh, a big language in Panama? Um, I mean, the Panama Canal was built by the by the United States. Really? So what? Really? Is yes. it owned by the United States? No. Uh, it was like contracted. It, no, it was it, it was passed in the '99. Uh, by the, uh, the U.S. government to our uh, to our government, huh. and we are being operated since then. Wow! Yeah, we are we are being we are being operating not for so long. Yeah, I didn't know that at all because that's a that's a trip. I mean, that saved the going all the way down to the the the, the horn of the southern of the southern America South America, right? Like if if, you, if we couldn't have crossed a, the yeah, the you have to go around South America, Chile, Argentina, and mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if the sea levels rise enough if it'll make it so there's another just like area of landmass that they can just go over. You know, or like what if it? What if the sea level just goes up above all the canals? You know. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the government in the Panama Canal uh, thought about that, mm-hmm. but the sea level rise is not something we're gonna be experiencing. It's not in the past and the in the forthcoming and the forthcoming. Just Panama or the whole world? The whole world. It's not going to be like in the forthcoming five years. It's going to be a long time to. It's going to be later. Mm-hmm. So, are you stressed about climate change or, or all the? I do. I do. It's um, it's a it's a it's a huge challenge, um, and the different class I'm taking, I have taken so far, um, pretty much the data shows that there's no point of coming back. We are going to be experienced, we're going to be facing these changes in our climate that we won't be able to uh, change anymore. And of, yeah, the, 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 the world have seen those, um, those changes before, but no, no, not as bad as we are, we are, going to, we are going about to see it in the future. That's stressful. It is, it is. Um, are you one of those people, because a lot of people, I mean, do you make, personal actions about it or are you like voting or like what's the thing because there's a lot of climate strikes going on you know um and i'm personally i obviously think climate change is very real um i think pollution would be a a really good way to tackle it but it's such a weird thing where so many people i know complain about climate change but don't make any actions to to actually like be in line with their thoughts and words you know yeah um uh, it's hard to tell. Um, I don't see myself doing such a a, a big footprint uh, footprint on the environment. Yeah, right? I, I ride my bike every day to to. But even to if school. you had a car, it doesn't even make like I think it's all the cars in the entire world pollute as much as the the five or fifteen biggest oil tankers. You know, so it's like come on, these small little gestures are almost just like um, just like ego trips of like look at me, yeah. which is totally worthwhile. Because if you support the industries that are helping, like electric car industries and stuff, maybe I don't know with batteries, it's so confusing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we know, we we pretty much know what we have to do in order to uh, decrease our footprint on the environment. But uh, my point of view will be like economics runs yeah. the world. So if we don't if we don't find new ways to, uh, I mean, the biggest thing in, in the world is going to be transportation. Mm-hmm. So if we don't find a new way, and electricity, exactly, which will eventually be involved with the transportation. Yeah, and new technology have been developed in the pa- in the past years, and it's been a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we don't know. I it's not for sure for me what's going to happen in the tech in the next ten years, but I know technology will have a, a huge implication in the overall living of humanity. I like it. And as a developing country, it seems like you're not. It's hard to be focused on being way ahead. You just want to get anywhere, kind of thing, you know. So it's it's almost a lot to ask of a developing country to do that. I'm curious, 
what is the best aspects of your culture that you, you think would be best shared? I've been asking people of different faiths, religions, countries, and I think it's interesting. Like, what's the best part of it? Oh, um, it will be like, we are really open. Um, we are a country with many uh, races, uh, with many people. Uh, we are all mixed. Um, things like racism. In my 18 years I, that I live in Panama, I never see anything like that. Really? So like if it's I was a black like, person and went there, that would, I wouldn't really experience racism. Not really. Oh, no, no, not really. And it's it's been it's been. Uh, it's been really nice. I I I am really thankful that I grew up in a, a such country like that. Um, we call ourselves. I don't know how to explain it in English, but it would be like it would be gonna be like Crisol de Razas, which is like many cultures, many uh, many people will come to Panama. Because also we have another phrase for ourselves. We say we are the bridge of the world. Mm. Um, pretty much because we all connect, uh, either north and south, and this is not like. Um, not just about people it's about animals and 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 and, and pretty much everything and uh and i think panama is a really a blessed country because we are out of like any uh pretty much of the most um uh environmental catastrophes mm -hmm. um oh, so you guys don't get hurricanes or uh or we we will experience pretty much like the tails of the hurricanes oh, okay. and um but you don't have to really worry that's nice i mean you never know the world is, yeah. uh, is 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 changing it is and um you just you never know but what i've lived and i experienced is just a nice place i like it do you do you notice it because when i was talking to the chinese exchange student he said uh it's not a big difference in terms of living in china he lived in shenzhen um and here he says a lot of little small differences like they're not allowed to speak poorly of their uh person in charge but we all just everyone here just bashes on Trump all day and night, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, what are, the, like, what are the main differences that you've noticed in cultures? Um, well, we are pretty much like an American. If we, if we don't like something, we're going to say it. Nice. And uh, even though there's the big class difference, that's not We are going to say it no matter what. You have freedom of speech. Pretty much. Nice. Um, if I have some complaints about the government, I will be like, hey, that's not right. Because mm -hmm. um, you are taking advantage of something that you should be working pretty yeah. much like every a, a politician will be like uh once they apply for that position you are more like you are uh, you are saying i like I, I would like to work for my, for the country for the people in this country mm -hmm. but if you take advantage of it it's not it's not pretty much what your job is supposed to be yeah well corruption is a weird thing and i don't know if it's just all latin america i think the United States has a ridiculous amount of corruption as well, you know? I think it's really the whole world is just dealing with people in power and money want to just perpetuate the cycles that kept them in power. Well, it's not going to be the whole Latin America. Um, there is uh, exceptions. I, I heard lately, we, El Salvador, they have a new president. Mm -hmm. And um, I haven't read that much of it, of what he has done. Um, but he having even good reviews for other countries because ah. whatever he's doing is doing it right. Nice. And that's one of the, like the examples we other Latin American countries need to follow. That would be because because cool. we we are 20, uh, pretty much in the 21st century and and pretty much of the um, all laws 
need to change. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean all laws? Um, like what are the what are the big ones there? Let me think about it. We'll be like education. Education should be one of the main pillars in your country. Oh, absolutely. If you don't, if and you don't put as much effort on it, you cannot, um, you cannot expect your 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 people to grow. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want to be an educator. That's a big big pillar in your life. I like exactly. it. Exactly. Did you have a really good teacher, or what got you into that world? Um, pardon. What 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 got you interested in being an educator? Um, as I said before, I like to share just what I've learned. Yeah. Um, I a few times uh, the past year I live with an American family. I and and they give me the opportunity to spend the time with them. And a couple times whenever I have uh, the time with the kids, I would go explain it how. For example, the coast work, how the wave works, mm-hmm. how the um, the sediment transport works. Yeah. And I found it really fascinating. Just like, hey, I know that. Would you like to know? Because I like to talk to you and and let you know this is this is this is what's happening. Yeah. And um, I feel like every time that I I I share my knowledge, um, um sharing one part of me nice. with other people. And, and that's a, such a nice feeling, I will say. It is. It's strange. I think the most, like people used to think or always do think of education and entertainment as two different things, but learning something in an engaging way is almost the most entertaining thing. You know, because like boredom is pretty much just a lack of focusing on something. And when you're learning something that you can apply to your life or it's about something you're interested in, it's like the most entertaining. You're so zoned in. It is. And it teaching is. is just another form of like concrete learning in different ways, you know. Mm-hmm. And you never, you never stop learning. You never stop learning. Sometimes you will learn from your students. Yeah. Well, that's that's the cool thing is that every time you reframe something, you figure out a new metaphor. Like every time, if you were trying to explain one of those things to me, I didn't get it. You'd have to find a new way to explain it, which is then you'd learn something from it. Mm-hmm. Have you taught anyone yet, or are you just like excited about it? Mm, well, as I say, I I teach a couple things about oceanography to uh, the kids with my previous host family and uh, I, I, I really like it. Sometimes I would talk to my parents about something. Yeah. Uh, for example, in the past year in Panama, it's been experienced a couple earthquakes. Uh, there's not gonna be as, uh, as, as big in magnitudes as other countries, like for example, Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be between the range of six and four uh, mm. in a scale of Richter. Uh, and I'm like, um, mom, Panama doesn't really have like a geologically history uh, regarding. It's not on a fault line. No, it's not gonna be a. a, a it's not gonna be as bad as like here in in Oregon yeah. that we will experience a, a really. A, That's gonna be a big one. A big one, uh, and it's known about that. Um, but that's something like I just know on the surface. I never know. I will. Ne- I will never know what's gonna be working uh, happening underneath the the Earth's layers. Yeah. So. Do you ever go out into the ocean? Or like scu- or do you, are you going to scuba dive or do you ever go out to the ocean? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been a couple times in the ocean. Um, one of the, the, the greatest experience I have was to go through the Panama Canal. You went through the Panama Canal? Yeah, on a so small boat? when I was in high school, it was, it was really cool. Nice. Just like your school on like a small boat or as a part of like a bigger ship? Uh, as part of the biggest ship. Wait, what was so cool about it? Um, just the fact like the engineering's perspective, you think... This is massive. Yeah. How people get to um, 
I don't know, build such a such a thing, uh, such a thing. It's mm-hmm. just like the water will come uh, from the bottom of the locks and yeah. lift the chips and just pass it through the to the locks. It's just it's just amazing. And now we have new locks in the pan. Uh, on 2016, was uh, what's opened the new locks? They are bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, the lock for water ships. Exactly, and uh, it just. It's just amazing how engineers do that. That is pretty cool. Wait, so now there's two of them? Yeah, there's two, two, two different routes that you can go. Is there something going over? The, there couldn't be anything over them because the ships are really high. So are animals pretty much stuck on the south of the north side of it? Like, There's it, a couple of breaches you, you can use, but it's not going to be used for animals. There, there's no like animal migration routes through Panama? It seems like there must have been at some point, you know? Uh, we have the, the, the lake, Gatun Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not like a biology major to know about only ocean biology. Uh, <laughs> even the ocean biology, I need to take some courses about it. Yeah. Uh, but like in the Panama Canal, how the the transit of different uh, species that's something I I own you. I will tell you about that next time. Yeah. What's something you're excited about? Like there's um, all these like ocean cleanup things going with the garbage patch and all these things because. Something that's really sickening is the fact that like when they, they just set, throw all those nets out that go to the bottom, they rake up all these fish and then they just throw the nets into the ocean. And then finally there's like some initiatives coming up where people are trying to starting to take the trash out of the ocean in a bunch of different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a positive view of the future of the ocean or do you think a negative one? Uh, no, we, have, we, are ma- we are making baby steps. Um, I know we are in the right, right directions. This is not the first time uh, the humanity have faces have faced uh, such a thing when we we will change our environment. Um, I can tell about Panama. Panama in the past year, in the past two years, has tried to clean all all, all the, the the beaches. Nice. And for example, the mangroves, which are really important, because mm-hmm. um, they are like. They are reaching in 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 they stop oil erosion or soil erosion and stuff too, don't they? Exactly. They they're really important. They're really really important. Do you um, know the craziest thing I've learned about mangrove trees? Because I believe they're the, one of the only trees that can live in salt water, right? Pretty much. And do you know how they do it? Uh, they they suck up uh, with in, in, within the roots. Yeah, and then but what they do is because they they get the salt too, they put it to one leaf. Mangrove trees are always losing a couple leaves. They always have a couple yellow leaves on them. It's because they siphon all of the salt to those couple leaves, and then they drop them. Whereas the rest of the tree just gets the the fresh water. Mm. That's crazy. There's no other. I don't know of any other plant that can survive in salt water like that. That's nuts. So wait, are both of your your beaches pretty much covered with mangroves? Uh, no, the whole coast. Uh, we have specific places. Nice. Um, and and if I can ever participate, like in a reforestation of mangroves in back in Panama, because they are super important for any ecosystem. They 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 provide a, a biodiversity mm. of many species. They grow, they reproduce, and so on. Um, if I have the opportunity, I'd like to, to work with it. I like it. Hey, um, I got, I got my parking meter is going to run out, so I actually have to go pretty soon. Sorry, this is a short show. Um, do you have anything, any calls to action, things you want people to know, reach out or um, um, first of all, I'm really thankful that you invited me. Absolutely. Man. I love <laughs> to you. your show. We were in that show. Uh, we were in that class together and I was like, <laughs> you could just come sit next to you and be like, you're a nice guy. You're, I don't know. I like you, man. Um, yeah. I mean, as I said, we are making baby steps. I think we are in the right directions. If we if we are really concerned about uh, the environment, 
uh, we still need to work a lot. There's a long way to go because um, um, environment will be facing so many changes and we need to get adapted to it. All right. And from, from the Panama perspective, whoever wants to come with are more than welcome. Really? Wait, can I, can I just come to Panama? They're, they have, they're uh, accepting people? Uh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Well, cool. I'll have to go vacation there sometime. Thank you. Yeah, especially on, on Christmas time. That's the best time. Christmas time. I'll come out and we'll go to we'll go to a bar, some uh, the beach and stuff. Yeah, love it. All right. Thank you very much for your time, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah.